is Daylight Magazine, coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. A-W-R Ghana, voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segment designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed.
The next segment is Reflections, written by Ebenezer Kwei and presented by Julian Amo. If you're going the same old way, same shall you stay. But if it's a new vision, then it constantly calls for a new direction. If you're thinking average, you will be on the same old page. But if you want to excel, you will expel the rot to have a story to tell. If you are complaining, the same shall be your remaining. But if you are always praising, you shall he always be raising. If you live your life on a whatever idea, it will lead you wherever. But if you are careful about your choice, it will cause you to rejoice. If you are full of tears, you will always be with and be in your fears. But if you are full of chairs, then you will stand tall among your peers. Reflections by Ebenezer Koi. listener we welcome you to our daily devotional series and by his grace he has given us another lesson and this lesson is titled Paul and the rebellion Paul and the rebellion as we begin through this study we're studying a lot about Adam and Jesus Christ and also the church building today by the grace of God what we're discussing is titled the church as a body the church as a body I hope by the grace of God at the end of this discussion you have a word for a life to the glory of God. I am your host, Blessed Anno, and with me here is our pastor, Pastor Solomon Apia. Pastor, you're welcome. Thank you. There is a key test that I will remind you of it, and it's found in First Corinthians fifteen fifty-four. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 54. And the word of God says, When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Today, as we go through our study, the church as a body, the role and functions of the church are clearly spelled out in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Here we find the church likened to a body and with the role of each of its members clearly defined and working together as a harmonious whole, according to 1 Corinthians 12, 12. Pastor, as we look at the church as a body. What do you have to tell? The church as a body. We have been looking at um, how the great controversy plays, even in the life of Paul the Apostle. And we have noted on 
Sunday and yesterday that Paul himself recognizes that the great controversy was playing both in the lives of individuals to whom he was ministering and to the organized churches. And so the great controversy, as we should get to understand by now, is not only something that plays out in the lives of individuals, but wherever we come together as a body of believers, the great controversy plays in there too. And so this lesson, the church as a body, we want to see how the great controversy rages even within the church, the church of God. Okay, so looking at the great controversy even among church members or the church of God, as in, if you look at First Corinthians chapter 12, from verses 14, 26, it gives us a glimpse as the one body with many parts. It gives us a scenario as we have the head, we have the eye, we have the ears and nothing, but all joined together forming the same body. What is the essential message in this test for us? Yes. You see, uh, this is a very brilliant metaphor that Paul uses to describe what goes on in the church. In the church, there are different spiritual gifts that have been bestowed by God. You realize that in Acts chapter 2, when the people uh, wanted to be baptized after Peter had preached the message, he told them that they came to ask Peter, what should we do? And Peter said that, repent each one of you and be baptized that you may receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, we should understand that baptism is uh, what qualifies a person to become a member of the church. And at, at the point of baptism, the Holy Spirit bestows a spiritual gift to the person who has just been baptized. And so as many of us that have been baptized into the church have been given spiritual gifts. And these spiritual gifts are diverse. There are people who are gifted in various ways. There are some who are knowledgeable in the scripture. There are some who are knowledgeable in spiritual things. They are able to discern. There are those who have the gift of tongues speaking in different languages to explain the gospel to other people. And various different uh, gifts that are bestowed by the Holy Spirit. And each of these persons who have been granted these gifts by the Holy Spirit, find themselves within the church. Now, in this metaphor, Paul wonders what would happen if in the whole church it is only one gift that is available. If it is only one gift that is available, for instance, you are gifted in singing. So if we come to church and because you are the only one who has been gifted, then every day we come to church and sing and sing and sing without doing any other thing, then Paul is wondering, what will happen to the church? So he compares the church to the human body. The human body has the eye, the nose, the mouth, the ear, the hands, and the limbs, the legs. Each of these individual parts come together to make the whole body. Now, the body is not separated. All of these parts together come to make the body, and the body is one. But these individual parts must have to play their roles in order for the body to be complete. And so Paul says that, yes, you have the gift of singing. I have the gift of speaking. You have the gift of interpretation. Another person has the gift of explaining the scriptures. So each of these gifts must have to come together in order to build the church. But unfortunately, in our day, there are those in the church who are like jacks of all trades, Jack of all trades. Yeah. They 
they want to be the ones actively doing every other thing in the church. So, will that really cause a problem? Because if I'm gifted, I, I believe one person might have more than one gift. Exactly. So, if the person has two, three, four gifts, yeah. will it be wrong demonstrating or using it effectively in the church? Yes. You see, uh, the, the variety of gifts that we have um, accords us the opportunity to also impact to other people. The fact that you have a variety of spiritual gifts doesn't mean somebody else doesn't have it. Okay. And so, when we come together, that is why it is important that as a church, we try to uh, discover the gifts of everybody so that we can put people in the right positions. That is why, even in the church, we have various departments. Right. Thank you, dear listener, and thank you, Pastor, for being our special guest and leading us through this wonderful lesson that the church as a body is indeed a body unified in Christ. Therefore, we need to be in harmony, live in harmony with one another so that all the time, because we depend on ourselves to the glory of God, our lives will glorify him. Dear listener, I hope by the grace of God you've gotten a word for today and you, by the grace of God and the strength he has given to us, you will live by it. As you go on your daily duties today, remember always that you are part of this unified body in Christ. So you do your honest part in whatever situation or whatever role you need to play in the church to bring glory and honor to God and also strengthen others in the church to function very well to the glory of God. We are very grateful that you join us today and we hope that by the grace of God, tomorrow you, shall, you will join us again as we go through the study again. Tomorrow, by the grace of God, what we look at is the armor of God. The armor of God. May the good Lord bless you as we bring our lesson to a close. For any inquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus 233-244-673528 or 244 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, P.O. Box AF595, Adenta, Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. This is a special announcement. Starting from the 27th of March 2016 to the 29th of October 2016, our new frequency for the summer broadcast will be 11955 kHz. Thank you. Sing His mercy and His grace In the mansions bright and blessed He'll prepare for us When we all get to heaven What a day, what a day of rejoicing
Is the moment of truth. Watching for you and for me. You are welcome to the moment of truth. I'm your humble servant, Samuel Nyantechi Kwame. Today's sermon is entitled How to Understand the Bible. How to Understand the Bible. Let's have a word of prayer. We're grateful to you, Heavenly Father, for a moment like this to share your word with your children. Help us to understand you through your word. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. How to understand the Bible is what I'm about to talk. Before then, let's have this story so that we will be able to understand it well. Let's suppose that you are driving to a very important appointment In fact, it is so important that it involves your entire future. The place of the appointment is a thousand miles from your home in a city you have never driven in and at a place of business that is totally new. Sixty miles from your destination, you doubt whether you will make it on time. You are not even sure whether you are going in the right direction. You stop for help. Each of the people you ask gives different directions. Totally confused. You become hopelessly lost. You are certain that you will mix this crucial appointment. In your desperate searching for such a place, you ask somebody and gave you the right direction to the place. Fortunately, He not only knows the way or the place, but gives you a map with explicit directions. 
With new confidence, you set out assured of your destination. The most important appointment in life is with Jesus Christ. Amen. To miss this is to miss life eternal. To miss life's most important event. Yet multitudes have taken wrong religious directions. They are helplessly lost on the road of life. With no map, they are confused. They have followed the wrong directions. Where can a reliable map be found? Praise be to God that it is only Christ who has a reliable map that can lead us into salvation. Are these directions to guide men and women on the highway of life? The Bible is such a map. Amen. It presents clear understanding or understandable answers to the deepest questions of human hearts. How to understand the Bible? Let's open our Bible to 2 Timothy 3 verse 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. That is our memory test today. The Bible makes it clear according to 2 Timothy that the scripture, all the Bible as we know, was inspired of God himself to those whom he used to write them. Did the Bible writers simply write down their own ideas? No, and never. Because according to 2 Peter 1.21, For prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Amen. So it is very clear that the writers of the Bible never wrote by their own ideas, but it was the Holy Spirit who guided them and wrote, helped them to write whatever he was expecting them to write. Since the Bible has been copied many times throughout the centuries, is it still reliable today? Yes, it is. Because according to the Bible, that is Psalm 12, 6 and 7, the word of the Lord are pure words, like silver tried in finance of earth, purified seven times. You shall keep them, O Lord. You shall preserve them from this generation forever. The same Holy Spirit who inspired the Bible has protected it throughout the centuries. Recent archaeological discoveries have further confirmed its accuracy and reliability. Amen. God's word is a safe, reliable guide. You can confidently stake your life on its teachings. For what purpose has God given us the Bible? Psalm 119 verse 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Amen. The Bible is being given to us to guide and to lead us safely to salvation. How certain can I be that the Bible will guide me correctly? 2 Peter 1.19 also says, We also have the prophetic word made more sure, which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place. 
By the grace of God, he has given us his word, which if we allow the Holy Spirit to guide us through, we may surely have the maximum understanding in it, which will lead us into salvation, which God has prepared through Christ for us as individuals, as friends, as family, as his children on earth. May the Lord help us to understand his word as he has given. Let's bow for prayers. We thank you, Father, for thy word. Indeed, we want to understand it as it has been written. So help us to understand it that way. In Jesus' name I have prayed. Amen. This is a special announcement. Starting from the 27th of March 2016 to the 29th of October 2016, our new frequency for the summer broadcast will be 11955 kHz. Thank you. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus 233-244-673528 or 244 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, P.O. Box A5595, Adenta, Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. A-W-R, Ghana, voice of hope. I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now. Thank you.